0: Welcome back to the Scarlet Thread Society. As we do every month, I ask you to please lock your doors, shutter your windows, cover your mirrors, draw any talismans or protective wards that you might need, and get ready to settle in as we prepare for another month of the unexplainable. As we do every month, we'll be starting off with our listener submissions, this first one comes to us courtesy of At Overrun by Suits. My personal experience with sleep paralysis is that it is specifically demonic. My first sleep paralysis experience was at age 18. I'd fallen asleep listening to Metallica on my iPod. At some point, I entered sleep paralysis and became aware of a demonic figure floating above me. The figure was the same one I would always see. It was void black, but ill-defined. It looked like a charcoal drawing, and its only clearly distinguishable features were its arms and its eyes. The lower half of its body just eventually thinned out and disappeared, and the head was the same. Its eyes were glowing, red, shallow triangles. Anyways, it was hovering above me, parallel to my body. Then it reached down and started strangling me, till I woke up in a panic. At that time, I had never heard of sleep paralysis. A couple years later, I was living with my grandparents, and I had a wave of experiences, I was also tripping on DXM on a very regular basis, plus some other drug use and experimentation with self-hypnosis, but I never had a trip overlap with a sleep demon encounter. During this period, the demon would either hover, like before, or stand at the foot of the bed. It never physically attacked me during this period but it would often take control of my body and sleepwalk me around the house against my will. Sometimes I would be conscious of this, and sometimes just wake up standing in about a corner of her room or just outside my grandparents' room. I have never sleepwalked before or since, and my grandparents observed and confirmed the sleepwalking. The final phase was after I got married. This was by far the scariest. No drug use at this time. The demon would stand over me in bed, but now that my wife would be laying next to me, I would have physical control over one part of my body. Sometimes my breathing, sometimes my pinkier foot, and I would frantically try to wake my wife up so that she could wake me up. I would either try to breathe in an erratic pattern or else poke or kick her. This never worked, so I don't know if it was actually happening physically or not. My wife is a very light sleeper. What really sucked was that during this phase, I would often wake up in a panic, wake my wife, and then her eyes would open to reveal glowing red triangles and she would physically attack me. At that point, I would wake up for real and do some tests to prove I wasn't still in a dream layer. Dreams within dreams, it turns out, are a horrifying experience. Anyway, this went on for about a year. I did find a correlation that if I took a nap in the afternoon, I was basically guaranteed to have sleep paralysis that night. So I stopped taking naps and still don't. The final experience was after I became a Christian. Sleep paralysis a few times, but the demon was outside, looking at me through the window. Its eyes were green now, but it was still clearly a demon and clearly evil. I got some satisfaction out of this and would taunt it with my thoughts. I am positive it could read my thoughts. One night, it got into the house and was hovering over me. I could sense immense rage, and I was terrified it was going to kill me. So I thought at it, Whatever you do to me, you're still going to hell. It freaked out and started electrocuting me. This is for lack of a better word. It was extremely painful, and I woke up and woke my wife up thrashing around in bed. It's been over six years now, and I've never seen it again. Some Clarification I can't emphasize the dead certainty I have that this was not a product of my imagination or other brain chemistry. The sense of a distinct entity being present was overwhelming. And that's not the sort of thing you are generally aware of. You don't talk to a person and go, Wow, I am profoundly and consciously aware of both the otherness and reality of this being. But that's how it was. Its existence alone was terrifying and undeniable. And you know, that's exactly right. Right, folks? That's the thing. When you have these sorts of entity encounters, whether it be sleep paralysis or ghosts, or UFOs, or some sort of cryptid, that is always the case. Where there is a, a full-bodied, a full conscious moment where it's articulated to you by every fiber of your being. That that which is in front of you is both truly there and that it truly does not belong in our phase or function or portion of reality. And that, for me, then makes it a dead giveaway, a certain tell that whatever you're seeing is legit and it is not supposed to be there. All right, folks, we're back from our break, and joining me for this month's episode is a near and dear friend of mine, someone who's been good enough to have me on his show several times, and a real master of the overnight talk arts himself. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy?
1: Hey, y'all. I'm Matty K. from Erase the State. How you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic, and it's... I'm really glad I can finally return the favor and host you for as many times as you've had me on now. Yeah, it's, you know, it's your real- show is always one of my absolute favorites to do. We've always got great stuff going there. Yeah,
1: man. It's it's an honor to finally be on the Scarlet Scarlet Thread Society. It's, it's kind of surreal. You've been on my show so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it just had to be time to return the favor, right? Absolutely. And uh, gosh, do you even remember what the first show we did together was even about at this point i don't think i even remember
1: i don't even want to hazard a guess i mean it it might have been it wasn't the first one i know that but but the one i remember was our luke's aren't real show which was oh
0: uh, man it was so (laughs) good (laughs) i really enjoyed
1: that one (laughs) i know it wasn't the first one though
0: Oh, man, that that really was some of our finest work, though. <laughs> it was really good.
1: <laughs> man, and who else did we have on there? That was that was, that was was a full show. That was me and Mikey, two names. That was yep. you, and then uh, Whiskey Pryor, who so no longer is on yes. Twitter. Yes. He's uh, he's still out in the world doing his thing.
0: I was just wondering why I haven't seen him around in forever, it seems like. Yeah. He did he did. get banned or just give up on it? Uh, he just
1: gave up. He quit it. He couldn't do it anymore, so...
0: All right, More power well,
1: to him. I, I try and talk yeah. him back into coming back on, but he's like, whenever he texts me or we talk on the phone, like he can feel it coming and he'll just like stop and he'll say, don't, don't you fucking suggest it.
0: Like, <laughs> I don't about to
1: suggest right now. like just don't. So, you know, well, he's next.
0: Still- yeah. Next time you do talk to him, please give him my regards.
1: I definitely will. <laughs> he might hear I, this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope he does. Frankly know this. I'm thinking about you, King. I hope yeah. the real world's treating you. Well,
1: we love your whiskey, Priors. He just had a new baby too, so
0: oh, good for him!
1: Priors and and the new baby whiskey.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. You love hearing it, absolutely. So we've definitely did the nukes are fake thing, and that was <laughs> yeah. that was a wild ride. It
1: was very wild.
0: <laughs> you know, it's there's very few conspiracies that I will just out of hand dismiss as not having a leg to stand on. But that just might be one of them because yeah, even I the,
1: I was into that one very excited, and then you hit the Jews thing, and I, I just I, <laughs> lost right that ability for me,
0: right? And that that was the deal breaker for me too. Like when you have to go out of your way in your right. best set of arguments to make them a bugaboo, yeah. a boogeyman. It's like, so what's your argument actually standing on here, buddy?
1: <laughs> yeah, can't be the Jews with three O's. Can't have that
0: right so we also did a black cube worship i remember that (laughs) quite clearly and that as fun as that topic is it's so hard to do because you have to have such a profound grounding in actual occultism and not just conspiracy theory to do it right that it's Darn near impossible to do a good podcast on, but I'm glad but we, we tried.
1: For me, is sort of like my Scarlet Thread. Like it really does tie into a lot of different things. Just, just from the whole Saturnian devil worship of the elites, you're always going to stumble across a black cube somewhere. So,
0: oh yeah, yeah, I I totally believe it, and that is one of the ones that I'm actually a whole hog on. Sure, you know, I think that's one of the linchpins of the repaganization. I don't think we've ever talked about that but Chris like that. Knowles on his uh his blog The Secret Sun and oh gosh what other podcast is he on all the time he goes on the melt a lot and he also does higher side chats a lot okay yeah and he does a lot of focus on synchronicity stuff okay and the repaganization of the elite classes and he's a dude I'd love to have a conversation with sometime if I could ever like do an actual sit down interview of that guy and just pick his brain, be phenomenal. But, but, but yeah, I do that,
1: have to say, if we're talking about the elite class, I don't think, like the true elite class, right?
0: Right. Yeah. I don't
1: think they have to get repaganized, if you catch my drift.
0: I definitely do. And I actually sure. agree with you there. Yeah, I think most- the idea of. I think the idea of repaganization is probably them making their immediate lackeys come out of the closet more than anything, but
1: absolutely and forcing it on us too, or trying to anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, so let's see, what else have we covered? Cause I know we've done two or three more episodes in addition to that, but for the life of me, have I'm to sitting, have to sitting here trying to remember part. just what the two of us have discussed. Yeah. I think we, uh, we, we might've done we cryptid, cryptid stories rise. once upon a time.
1: We've, we've done cryptids. That oh might have been the man, first we
0: might've. Yeah.
1: And I know. we did. I think that was our first one actually. And I think we did. Yeah, we did. We did do. January sixth we did the the massive insurrection that turned over the government, and now we're in shambles,
0: yes, yeah, the boomer uprising, <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't think there's a better right. name for it's it a Herbert, as it were. Next one, give it to you. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta, you oh man. so no, that was my fucking brother interrupting me. <laughs> Love him to death, but he needs to not do that when I'm live. Oh God. So suffice to say, the point of this exercise was to demonstrate to the audience, if they weren't aware, that you and I have got some history in doing this thing, right?
1: Correct. That's oh, oh I honestly. So I, I know you're trying to like segue into like the real topic, but like I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that we also did a flat Earth podcast, sort of. <laughs> We 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 analyzed and watched a Flat Earth video, kind of right.
0: Oh sort of my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we tried to do a live react thing where we watched it together and then yeah. tried to talk right. about it as it went. That's right. Oh man! Yeah. So but now I, also I forgot did, about involved that involved one one man, too. I wish.
1: I really <laughs> wish. No, I, no, I, I definitely. Remember, so I was a Flat Earth guy for a while. Um, I. I wish you were involved in this one, though, because I, I did do a flat Earth podcast with Monica um, and some other folks. We did. Uh, it was oh shit! That, I don't want to mention them now because I'm gonna. I'm, I'm embarrassed. So I can't remember their names, but uh, Monica was involved from uh, the Propaganda Report.
0: Well, you, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, from- yeah. I was going to say that involved uh, some of the Grimerica affiliates too, didn't it?
1: I think, I think so. Well, it was like some new guys who were like new to podcasting and then, um, shit, man, what are they? Truth or theory? That's it. The truth of theory podcast who might be associated. I have no idea. Um, but Dave Weiss from what used to be deep inside the rabbit hole, uh, who now does his own, like he's focused totally on flat earth, which he's kind of like one of the guys. So, for a former flat earth guy, me to be involved in that was like kind of an honor to like podcast with him. It was awesome,
0: right? Yeah.
1: So, sorry, guys. Yeah, hey, ripping off the band aid. Hey, I used to be into flat earth. Sorry, it's fun. <laughs> it's I like it, whatever.
0: So, uh, maybe to poke around inside that a little bit, if you don't mind me prying at that scar. Let's what uh, what brought about the end of the Flat Earth Piccadillo? You know,
1: I, I don't know that it ever really comes to an end. It's just that... <laughs> that's kind of a, a nice pun there. Uh-huh. Um, does the plane ever end, actually? Um, anyway, you know, I just... I, I'm a smart guy. Pause. I went to engineering school. Not like Carr did or did not. Um, and you know, I I took astronomy classes and all this shit and I just, I'm I'm not convinced that we are (laughs) on a flat plane. However, I am also, uh, I've never been to space. So like, you got to show it to me for me to believe it. Um, you know, whatever it it is, what it is. So I'm just not, it's kind of a waste of time for me. I think to focus energy into something that's like for me, is just as easy for me to believe that the earth is round and that we are in a heliocentric model versus something else. because um, it, it has no bearing on my life. so I just I just don't focus that energy there anymore. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, fair enough. yeah, fair enough. I, I could never actually get into it in the first place, so I am not sure what you <laughs> saw in it. No offense. Yeah, no, but. it's
1: just it's 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 fun and it's interesting, and it's mm-hmm. it's one of those like, you know, like Dave Weiss says, it's like, well, you know, I can, I can, I can tell you all these proofs that like prove the flat Earth and disprove the the globe Earth, right? And it's like, well, everything works on both. Like you can't like fit everything in the one bucket that makes it like just be globe Earth. They kind of like hold some stuff out, you know. Right. It's like you, if you get drunk enough and you watch enough YouTube videos, like <laughs> you, you believe the earth is flat.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the giants thing is absolutely the same thing for me though. It's in that same mode.
1: You oh, know? The, well, the modern, the modern giants, like the late right. eight giants. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: It, it's just one of those things where you eventually, you do you see just enough old newspaper articles, right? and right. you listen to enough architectural lectures enough times, and you all of a sudden read an account of the last king of Hawaii, actually, in, as a statement of fact, being almost eight feet tall, and you just think, yeah, okay, that is enough for me. Maybe that's legit. Right, and then all right. of a sudden, you're a full-blown truther yelling online about it. When really you were only half convinced half an hour before.
1: Exactly. Well, and like, you know, taking Hawaii, like was the, was the rest of the population five feet tall? And they were like, well, he was like eight feet tall. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) That's how he becomes eight feet tall.
0: So I suppose uh, this is the part of it where I have to admit I didn't really have anything in particular planned as an event for today. And that you're doing me a favor by being here, so I'll apologize to the audience for that right now. I had several things fall apart on me, but I knew Maddie was always down to clown, so I figured I'd get him on and we could just uh, shoot the shit a little bit about all the insane stuff that has been going on, though.
1: I'm here like, for the head
0: president. Yeah. Havana syndrome, the VP. What do you think about that? People using sonic weapons on the head of our executive branch.
1: Wait, is this going back to the original like Cuba story? Is there is No, there this is
0: just in the last couple of days.
1: Dude, I have not seen that cuz I remember, you know, like this is probably what 1 2 years ago now. It's got to be 2 years ago.
0: Or the fir- well, the first time the US government actually admitted to it was just a couple of years ago under trump right but the first stories of this happening go back to sometime under obama
1: yeah and before
0: that you can find old cia archive reports of them talking about yeah the soviets have this technology we don't know when or where they're going to use it
1: well and here's the thing right <laughs> like I mean, yeah the quote-unquote soviets have the technology but like I remember watching discovery shows about how like the police in the United States were going to use this technology to make people sick during riots. Uh, And this was like 15, 20 years ago. Um, You know, this like sonic interference with the body technology exists. Um, So to believe that like some spy agency is going to like not do spy versus spy and like use this technology (laughs) against us is fucking asinine. Um, but yeah, I did not hear that there were more instances of this. So that's that's pretty wild. I,
0: I think. It, yeah, well, Harris like, just got popped with it just in the last couple of days while she's on her tour over in Asia.
1: Holy shit! I did not know that. That's that's a awesome, uh, b also awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so- yep. But no, it's crazy that like the your initial reports like when when it happened in Cuba it was like oh well you know this happened and, like nobody cared you know like i cared i was like this is kind of a big deal that like people are you know not like physically assaulting which you, you know like i'm an anarchist whatever but like you know people from our government are down in in this other government and like they're doing whatever they do down there right okay whatever. right so but <laughs> One government is like attacking another government non-physically. Like that's that's kind of wild, right? Like, yeah, it totally is. News?
0: <laughs> and you know, not just that; it's not just the government attacking the government. They came for the VP this time, and like, yeah, that's, yeah that's obviously, crazy. I don't fucking like her either. No, but the but that's, brass that's balls crazy. to that's do that mean, is insane. No one's
1: untouchable. No one's untouchable now.
0: So between her. Being, you know, sick to her stomach in Vietnam, and well, then if you stick
1: to her stomach—is that the case, or was it something else? Because, like, you know, I remember there were, there were some little Chemex episodes, like in the nineties, where she had to like get her pump, her stomach pumped, because there were some issues with Junior Mafia. No, you also know that.
0: I frankly, that kind of I am, and I'm sorry like, about that.
1: To to get job promotions, I don't know, whatever.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I, I see where you're going with that, and I'm just a little too slow on the draw. My comedy game is weak, yeah. and I'm yeah. You know, see if you'd been on like with I mean, Bird or Burt or one of the fellows, they would have been all over that. But yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm trying to treat this like my show. It's it's a problem. It's the no, thing. I mean, we do your thing,
0: thing stuff, man. I'm just glad to have you like, here
1: right i'm like rebreaking the seal after like six months or eight months however however
0: long it's been too long is the answer frankly i agree so the other thing though with harris is that biden's also been basically locked in the basement of camp david yes <laughs> no one's actually heard from that dude right he's canceled I mean- pressers three four times in the last two weeks
1: yeah. Yeah. Really. Other than his pressers where, I mean, let's, let's go back since we're talking about uh, Papa Joe, Grandpa Joe, um, you know, Papa was on vacation and that's fine. Whatever. Like I like to go on vacation too. It's cool. I get it. But like, you know, you, the decisions that you made create a clusterfuck in the country. Um, so you should probably come off a of vacation. Right. And right. speaking of Afghanistan, for your listeners, um, you know, he pulls us out of Af- Afghanistan. Awesome. Did not keep the original timeline. Whatever. That's fine. We're out. Right. I like the result. Um, the problem was that all hell broke loose while he was on vacation. And he was like, well, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm going to stay on vacation for a while. <laughs> and the white house tried to leak some pictures first of all uh that were clearly like i'm not gonna say they were doctored because why wouldn't a press photographer in the white house just like take some b-roll type pictures like whenever he's at camp david or whatever like when he was there in march right which is yeah. clearly the pictures like were taken right because they they released all these pictures and of course everybody was like wait the like the times don't match up like no one's in daylight savings time anymore. Like why are, why are the clocks wrong? Cause it, it shouldn't be wrong. At camp David, right? Like that's like the white house when you're there. So that that's weird. Um, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, sorry. I've been drinking pause. I, I kind of lost where I was at where reset me.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> a, we, we were talking about how obviously the pictures of Biden being at camp, David aren't real, or at least aren't current, aren't correct. reflective of the current reality. So, you know, what's he doing? Is he still on <laughs> he vacation? Doing? Is it a weekend at Bernie's, finally, that we've oh, all been right, predicting? Right. So,
1: so Pawpaw comes back from vacation, right? So, like, the whole time everybody's asking, like, you know, the, the leftist media, the rightist media, they're all asking, like, hey, like, is, is somebody from the White House going to give some sort of, like, statement on what's happening in Afghanistan? Like, what are we doing? And they're like, nope, he's got nothing on his schedule until Wednesday. And this is, like, happening on a Sunday, Monday, right? And Yeah. <laughs> They're like they're like, nah, we got nothing scheduled till Wednesday. Sorry. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're gonna change plans. He's gonna, he's gonna give statements at 245 on whatever like Monday, Tuesday, whatever day it was. I guess it was like Tuesday. Um and so he does. And the initial report was that like he's gonna answer questions, but it's only gonna be the pre-selected questions. And of right. course, I mean, we all watched it because I didn't have shit to do in the middle of the day. And I watched it and he gave his statement which was um, the speech was awesome. So whoever wrote the speech, kudos to you. Um He tried his best. He did, he did well. Um, and then he just turned around and like did not give, he didn't answer any questions. He gave no further comments. That was it right back on vacation. Joe's gone again. And it's and he, he continued his vacation because the other day they were asking for more comments. Like what's happening. Cause like now Americans are stuck, like whatever you believe, right? Like, I don't care where you are. Like, okay. Americans are stuck there. Like, our government allegedly has some like onus to bring them back and like you know like we don't give a fuck whatever who cares and everybody's like well where's the next statement and he's like well we don't have anything planned to give so we're not just not going to give a statement and it's like oh surprise we're going to give one ah we got you and then he still didn't answer any questions so I I don't know it's Papa just needs his ice cream and like a shawl over his legs while he sits on the back porch at Camp David Um, I don't know who's running the show (laughs) Um, I don't want him to get impeached and removed because I don't like fucking Katmala and I don't know Biden 2024. That's where I'm at.
0: So the reason this is interesting to me is because I clearly don't give a hoot about the actual politics and I have not in years. This is not a politics podcast, but I am profoundly interested in those players behind the scenes, right? What's the imperial politics? What faction of the Praetorian Guard has their men closest to Biden
1: right now? Right.
0: And that is not something that I'm really capable of answering at this point. This particular situation is significantly, that's the S word I want, significantly.
1: <laughs> that's worth those S words.
0: More opaque to me than previous administrations have been. You know, at least under Trump, you could kind of suss out what flavor of Illuminati or what brand of glowy kind of had their hands on his wheel at any given time. Absolutely. And with Biden, it's just super hard to sniff out.
1: Yeah, and, you know, since you mentioned it, like, it's just, it's, like you say, it's very weird. Um, It's funny to me that... Those on the right, especially those who were Trump supporters, um, you know, for the four years that Trump was in office, we're all up in arms about the deep state. It's like, oh my God, the deep state this, the deep state that. Um, okay, well, those those guys have been there, right? Like they've they preceded Trump, they preceded Obama, they preceded first Bush, they preceded, it, it, they've been there forever, right? Like these, these are guys who were like career governmental bureaucrats. Right. They sit in offices and management and like they run shit. just like they set policy. Um, and it's just the way our government works, whether it's constitutional or not. It's how our government works. Um, what's funny is like when Trump was in office, that was, that was like the thing, right? Like, Oh my God, the deep state, we got to stop the deep state. We got to defeat the deep state. That's like the Q mantra, right? The deep state is ruining the country. Well, now that Biden's in office, it's just like, well, that's, but it's Biden. Like, no, dude. It's the same motherfuckers that have been there for the last 20, 30 years. Like, it's not Biden. Biden's fucking brain dead. Like, literally. Like, the dude is, like, non-existent. He has, he has no idea what's going on. He reads the words that are in front of him, and he goes back to Camp David. And then he reads the words that are in front of him, and he says, oh, I can't sleep in the White House. I got to go back to Delaware. Kamala is, like, hiding from everybody. Just want to get shit pinned on her. Like, she's just trying to skate through this, like, next two, three years.
0: She Um, is literally in hiding while also being the face of the administration.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, And and she hasn't appeared at all, right? Except for when she was, like, maybe kind of in El Paso a few months ago. And I guess this whole fucking sonic attack in Cuba thing or wherever she was. But, like, even like when, when Afghanistan went down, like, allegedly, she was running through the White House or of the Naval Observatory or wherever she was going like they ain't going to pin this shit on me like okay well okay great so I I guess just stay in your room like you know but that's the thing right like the deep state is still in control if those of us who believe that that's how these bureaucrats work but that's like I said that's that's what I find funny is like the last four years it was like well Trump couldn't get he couldn't get shit done because the deep state was in control and we're going to defeat the deep state right Well, the fucking deep state is still there. So it's like, I mean, I'm not the giant like Jason Stapleton fan, but I remember him saying a long time ago. He said, "Look, dude, like here's the deal: there is no such thing as a deep state. There is just the state. The state exists. That's just the way it is. And that's what we need to defeat, right? Again, not to get political on your show, pause, but there you go.
0: Well, so if I may drag us back to my own brand, please. I think the thing to consider with that line of thinking is this the deep state was in fact never actually a deep state but the deep state is what happens when people have the power wealth and access to touch the levers of power but people from the outside only see the lever moving not the hands that are
1: grasping them
0: does that that. make sense
1: it makes a lot of sense i like that a lot
0: You know, so I think the deep state in and of itself is not technically real. And in fact, it's an illusion. But what it's an illusion of or what it is a facade for is the fact that families like the Bushes and the Vanderbilts and once upon a time, the Kennedys could reach out and using their connections, make the federal bureaucracies move for them in ways that align with increasing their own assets and goals.
1: Very well said, pause.
0: So that's where I'm at on that. But I don't even know who those influences on Biden would be because he's just so old and so useless himself.
1: (laughs) That's very true.
0: (laughs) You know, the sort of generation that he represents and the generation of politicians, of lizards that he was such a blooded member of, Mm -hmm. most of them are gone. And their bloodlines don't seem to be producing new heirs that are on the rise. Thank God. Right. But that also then demands that we ask, who are the vassals of these people? Because those, those families, those bloodlines, they never abandoned the feudal system, right? It's all about who owes loyalty to who higher up on the food chain. But that all, does also demand the question that who's been the chosen successor Who is the prince of the Kennedy tribe, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I firmly believe this. And I'm sure if I have any spiritual boomers listening to me, they'll be quite upset by this. I firmly, firmly believe in my gut that Bill Clinton and the Clinton machine as a whole are literal vassals of the Bush empire. I really believe that.
1: I mean... Yeah. Like, you know, there what what's the difference? I mean, it, it just like on the surface, right? Like what's the difference, honestly? There's not much.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe Pop Yeah, Bush, I mean there's literally none. You know,
1: and, but like, especially George W Bush, like there there's and I, I say W because I'm I'm from Texas, so it's it's W. But like Right like between those two, there's there's literally like there's no difference there. Like, they, like those, that, those two administrations, like it was just an overlap. It was like an, another two terms for, for Bill, for Slick Willie. Like nothing changed. It was just the way it was like other than the terror war. But I mean, well, they believed the same shit.
0: Sure. And I like that you're bringing up that point, but that's not even quite what I meant. You know, I would, what I'm getting at is that Bill was literally a non-entity even in national or his own state-level politics, until Bush Sr. chose his state as the place to put his CIA Just airport, insane. his shadow organization. Really right?
1: That, uh, that uh, Barry, what's-his-face or whatever, was like flying. Barry Seal, yeah. You know, Barry Seal was flying Keys of Coke into uh, to Mina Airport or wherever the fuck it was.
0: Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, Bill Clinton wasn't nobody until Bush graced him with the chance to yeah. take the fall for him if well, I mean, something had gone wrong, which obviously it didn't, actually, because it rem- all worked out for all of them. But.
1: It worked out for them. It didn't work out for Barry Seal, which is usually how it happens. There's always a fucking dupe in there. Right. Um,
0: absolutely.
1: As I remember, as I remember hearing, though that before Bill and Hillary got together, you know, Bill was a, allegedly a smart guy. He was a Rhodes Scholar or whatever. Um, yeah, but he was well. Also-
0: he was he was blooded into all the right uh, right virtue right. organizations. Yeah. He I didn't have the gift of a blood know, bloodline, but he was,
1: that he was blooded into that. I think he, by his own virtue, found his way in, but he never could be successful. Um, Until he met one Miss Hillary. Um, And what was uh, Hillary Rodham? And she was not from Arkansas. As I remember, uh, she was some old oil family. um, Possibly from the Northeast. Um, But I think her family had some sway somewhere. And I think that's kind of what did it for Bill. You may know different. I don't know.
0: Well, I'm about to just Google that up real quick and see what I can do. Just going back a generation or two of Hillary's blood here,
1: just to check on that because it it had
0: this way. Yeah. Let's see who were her parents. Hugh Rodham and Dorothy Howell. (laughs) Let's see. He was an American businessman who was from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Question mark. Right. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. It looks like record. It looks like he was mainly a shipping magnate. Magnate sounds right. And a democratic kingmaker. In also Illinois. sounds right. <laughs> so that that's Hillary's bloodline. You know, right. she had a regional power base for a father with some independent wealth amount of money, not right. oil but so to your point, though, you're right. He had to be bred into the blood because despite seeming to have some intelligence and uh, skill of his own, that's not enough for these people, right? You got to uh, have well, the you right gotta, you gotta blood be in the thing, you veins. Know? But once he was able to do that, you know, the bushes look upon him and see Yeah, you know what? We can play ball with this dude. We can work with this guy. He can prove himself one more time. Here's our chance to build the mutual blackmail file that binds us together. And then when it just so happens that H.W., Papa Bush, you know, what people don't realize is that he failed his way up in politics from Uh, the very beginning. You know, Prescott Bush, his father bought that dude so many failed political campaigns that he eventually had to take an executive branch appointment at the CIA because he could not actually win elections.
1: Yeah. Which is where he learned all the real dirty shit. Right. And, and then his son followed him, not in, not failing in politics, but failing in school. Was Terrible student, not a smart person, but uh, not a terrible politician when you, when coupled with the right people.
0: Sure. And so that's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. HW only really wins one real election of his life for president and credit to him. That's the one you have to win. But then Mm -hmm. when he tries to get reelected, it's about to blow up in his face. Well, remember that deal with the dude we made in Arkansas? What if we toss the race to him and he just keeps taking our money on the sly,
1: right? Yeah. Which again, it's like, you know, when when we're running cocaine back and forth between North and South America, you know, who's in charge of that? Oh, well, that's. That's George. Well, who's he running against? Bill. Well, who, where are we flying that shit into? Bill's airport. Well, fuck, let's just give it to Bill. Like that's, that's right. how it happens, right? Like, And everybody's shocked when, when that's the outcome.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I don't even remember why I necessarily got on that tangent, but I just think it's important to look at that. You know, all of politics is about certain families and certain groups of people being able to touch the levers of power. It's sure. not actually about politics as any sort of uh, blue-pilled libertarian or any sort of normie understands it. It's about who has favors from who and whose bloodline has been accumulating assets for the past four centuries, you know?
1: Well, if we want to continue to explore that, I mean, with with George H.W. Bush in the skull and bones. I mean, I, I don't know where, you know, Bill Clinton and his lineage ties into that, but, you know, when, when, when H.W. was in Skull and Bones, like they're given you know, titles or nicknames or whatever, and they, they have to confess allegedly all of these, like, you know, sexual sins to the, to the brothers that are in, in the group with them. Um, apparently, uh, George H.W. Bush was like the most sexually experienced among the group that he was in. Right. And it's a very small group. but like, he was like the most sexually experienced.
0: Like, yeah, they only take um, what three, four pledges a year or something. I think it's
1: more than that, but it's like, it's like a dozen or less. Right. Right. So, but, so that's, that's like him in the like forties or fifties or whatever. Right. So he's, he's a freak. He's the freak for the group. It's like, okay, well then there's like Bill Clinton, who's like the freak, right? Like we, we see him that way, which is insane. And I just like, like, that tie in and it's like who one loses, like one freak loses to the other freak. You know what I mean? And I'm not passing judgment. Like I'm a pervert, but like, it's just weird that the way these things tie in, you know what I mean?
0: It is. It absolutely is. And it's,
1: it's not a coincidence. It's not at all. And even then, like, I mean, like continue, right. Where like, wasn't, wasn't W also in skull and bones with, at the same time in the same class as, uh, Oh, what's his name the fucking Man. john
0: Kerry. yes john Carey. weren't they in the same class in skull and bones they were within one year they were active I mean, in like, skull like, at the same time yeah like
1: there's there's no way that they weren't like literal literal homeboys well yeah they
0: school. watched each other jerk off in coffins that makes people yeah, rather and close like steal
1: other people's skulls and shit like that's what happened right. <laughs> And we're, and yeah, we're I'm sure they
0: believe- really hate each other and have a lot of yeah. difference of opinion, though, right? They're
1: supposed to believe they're mortal enemies, right? Man. Welcome to your government, folks.
0: Yeah, the people really in control of the government are just frat bros. We that's like correct. to yuck it up yeah. behind the, the scenes. The worst fat frat bros. Like that's the worst. Right. Ones like, who- not even the ones that throw the cool open house parties. They're yeah. the ones the walking around in robes taking too- it way too seriously. Right, right. Oh
1: gosh. So that was so- a fun where we at now
0: (laughs) yeah well i suppose here's my next ham-handed transition we talked about blackmail files and how elites hold blackmail files on each other how about mcafee and his vault full of blackmail files huh
1: yeah so we you know we were discussing this a little bit earlier and i i've not kept up the way i should have kept up but I, i do remember you know when when john mcafee God bless his soul. I was hoping he didn't actually kill himself, but it seems that he did. Um, Or at least, you know, maybe he didn't kill himself, but he died in much the same way as Epstein. He's he's dead. I don't know how he died, but he's dead. Um, Now, he claimed to have had this uh, dead man switch that he's going to release upon his death. Um, I haven't seen much. It's possible. And this little, little, you know, foreshadowing for a few minutes later, but like it seems that you may have had some some uh some information uncovered on this. But you know, when he when he died, his his Instagram account or whatever account it was, like posted a giant Q. So everybody's like, oh my god, was he Q? did he know everything? Um because Q was tied in with the whole like, you know, satanic pedophile cult, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know much about like what's happened. Since then, other than the fact that he was wrongfully killed, <laughs> whether it was by his own hand or a government's. Um but yeah, pause. Late late honest, man. What what do you got?
0: So my listeners may remember last episode, actually just last month, Howie from Lions of Liberty and I were talking about this, and we were discussing whether or not uh this whole thing had any merit to it, whether or not Q was involved. We were poking around what at that time were up to the very minute releases. We were looking at it live and discussing it on air. And here we are a month later. And I said at that time that I really didn't understand how the whacked Ethereum contract was structured. I didn't understand what was going on. And I still don't really know it for a fact. But it occurred to me that one of the unique properties of the WACT token in general one of the things it was designed to do was to be inherently deflationary in that every so often transactions will just fail randomly and automatically and the tokens will be destroyed in the process. Now, if you go back to the McAfee website, just in the past few days, there is a link called Vault Access. And if you look at the vault access, it has a timer that's not based on time anymore, but is based upon the amount of tokens burned. And not only that, but is the actual Ethereum contract still live and still sending whacked tokens back and forth to various wallets and accounts and filling various subcontracts. So I, at this point, believe the vault is literally real and at this point we're just waiting not on a timer but on a whacked volume transaction to hit the right marks to unlock it.
1: So is this the this is the original contract? And the original wallets, I guess? I'll, yes. I'll enough about Ethereum. Um, that's okay. That's wild. So huh so the timer's still active but it's based on this like it's looking for like a certain like block size i guess or whatever
0: sure on a certain (laughs) block burn rate actually you know enough tokens to just be burned in the process or whacked as it were
1: and is that a like a sum or is that like one transaction
0: well, I will actually post the link for you. There we go. In the Zencaster chat here so you can see what I'm talking about. Give me just one minute.
1: Put this also on Twitter and, and all the show notes. And this is this is a content content you're here for, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah, I mean it really is. And I've gotten away from doing show notes a little bit just because of how busy I've been the past couple of months, but Believe me, I'll be getting back to that. I believe highly in the accountability of this, and I want everyone to know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about when I do X, Y, or Z thing.
1: We may be many things, pause, but if we're anything, we're accountable.
0: Yeah, I keep the receipts, as it were. (laughs) That's right.
1: All right, I've got the link. I am clicking on the link, and I am opening in a new tab.
0: Yeah, check that shit out
1: countdown all right oh man first of all very sad dollar sign whacked vault access with a picture of john mcafee underneath in red all caps expired kind of sad pour one out for your homie anyway you know i do regret while we're talking about this i remember this is probably fuck i don't know two three years ago whenever it was I was still doing the show like very regularly back then. And, you know, he had tweeted out or Janice tweeted out his wife. Uh, is I think when he was running for, you know, he was allegedly technically a libertarian candidate for president or whatever. It's like, Hey, if you want to interview John, email me, come on your show or whatever. And I did. And there were a certain number of, Parameters that had to be accepted to to have him on. I I took no section to it. Like it was whatever. Like I'll you know I'll interview him. We just like I just didn't take it very seriously. I was just like ah fuck. I'm just not going to do it. Fuck it. It's stupid. And now like I kind of wish I had because like that's you know like first of all like just him not being who he was like in the libertarian anarchist sphere is still like you know like he was kind of a big name. Regardless, just in like cryptography and like, uh, like computer security and shit like that, right? Right. into to like take it as like, well, he also ran for president and like was kind of like known for other like just crazy shit, you know, you know, chief whale fucker or whatever, you know, in the Pacific Islands. <laughs> <Collins. right>. um, <laughs> it's like, well, fuck, I could have had that dude on my show.
0: <laughs> anyway, well, could you know, have been.
1: Yeah. Rip, rip John McAfee. Rest in peace, bro. Anyway, so here we are. So expired uh hashtag or no the dollar sign whacked. Uh current burn is 291 million eight hundred twenty-seven thousand five hundred fifty-one. Next activation three hundred million on the nose. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six uh little uh dashes. Two are green with some hashes. Um, four are red with no hashes. Uh, with a lock and vault access underneath, but that's a live link. I'm going to click on that. Go here.
0: All that did was take me to some uh, URL redirection site, you so know, I don't I'm know that there's anything the behind it. But.
1: The document you're trying to open no longer exists or is protected with a new password. Enter the correct password to access the content. Type the password here with the submit button. So...
0: Which implies to me that we're waiting on the rest of those hashes to reveal themselves as the Ethereum yeah. contract yeah. burns we're up. Waiting on
1: eight eight point two ish million, uh, to burn.
0: At Which least is for that the like, next one?
1: Is that like tokens or like what is it? What is,
0: uh, yeah, that's what I was saying about the whacked token just automatically burning or destroying every so many transactions. Yeah, you know, we're waiting does, on those tokens does, to be destroyed.
1: Where, so whacked is whacked is a token. Is that right?
0: Yeah, WACT is an yeah. Ethereum token.
1: Where is that? I clicked on the home button. That's, that's, a, that's a forum. Okay. That's pointless.
0: Uh, let me see if I can't get scan up, and I'll send that to you too so you can look okay. at the contract.
1: I hope this content's good for your listeners.
0: Or you I do will too. Be Most really of you know really me. me. Most
1: of you don't. I know that's two mosts, whatever. Just don't okay. don't hate me. I love Second
0: pot. link in coming to the chat here. This is I'm the waiting for it there ethereum it is there it is. the Epstein contract, ooh,
1: this is fancy, okay, that's a good dashboard. Let's see here,
0: yeah, I'm not an ethereum guy just in general, but it's a it's a pretty nice setup EtherScan has,
1: yeah, I don't know what I'm looking at here um did you so I recommended a fellow to to reach out to for ethereum contracts did you, did you talk to him at all?
0: I did not have time to. Uh, Some of the deep lore is that I've been starting a new job the past couple of months and I'm still oh, in training. Yeah. Back to working overnight and I've got a 40 minute commute Ooh. there and then a 40 commute back every night. So uh, my free That's time has been pretty non-existent. But see, as he- you'll, as you'll see here, if you're looking at the contract though, yes. you'll see the very top of it, there's still transactions pending. And if you look at the age of the transactions, you can see it's still actively going yep. and has been for over a month now.
1: See, The latest is 11 hours and 21 minutes ago.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going to be inside those files when they finally crack open, but uh, I've got those sites bookmarked on my computer and you better <laughs> believe I've been checking them every couple of days.
1: So, I mean, if we're to, you know, just just spitball in here, like what what do you what do you expect to see? What what do you think that security mastermind John McAfee, whale fucker, prostitute marrier, I love Janice
0: and hopefully, figurative whale fucker too.
1: That's right. That's right. I I hope they were all involved because otherwise mm, it's kind of weird. What do you think he had on ice to release? Like, did, did he know everything? Was he Q? What's, what's the, what's what, 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 what should we expect here?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that he was Q himself, but I certainly hope that there's piles of surreptitiously obtained audio. I hope that there's literally terabytes full of plain text transcripts of God knows what, you know, but I really really don't know what to expect. There's just, there's literally no way of knowing. Right. So I guess what I should say, what I'm, what I'm hoping is, Is that the contents of it will be able to demolish at least one lever of power, even if it can't Hmm. hit the people who pulled the levers? Hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah. So, but while we're on the Q subject, I mean.
0: It was at this point in the evening, folks, that the remaining audio was rendered unusable. Whether this be due to the malicious influence of the Mothman, some alphabet soup shenanigans, or a simple technical error, the remaining 5-10 to minutes or so will be lost to time. You can only imagine what Maddie and I had to say. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Scarlet Thread Society. And as always, we will be back next month.